0: Boom! What's up, people? Happy Monday. It's Monday, the 18th of October, and it is 9 34 a.m. in the Ins and Outs Podcast Studios. I'm here with the camera ninja, the white Asian looking guy, Mr. Jake Gibson. So rude. Good morning, sir. How are you, man? You good? Freaking tired. How are you? Freaking tired. <laughs> Freaking tired. It's <laughs> been one of those weeks. There's definitely a theme to this, isn't there? There is definitely a theme to this. We're overworked by choice by choice <laughs> by idiots I love it. by choice um second episode in the studio um how was uh getting the first episode together for you Jake
1: I think because of like the teething issues at the beginning there was a lot of like post production like editing yeah uh, especially on the audio side but hopefully we're looking better this week we're hey, looking better this week yeah. better
0: already. the screen looks fire the light looks fire you're killing it bro Good, gibson media uh plug <laughs> start off with the plug um yeah man it's been a, it's been a freaking last week i would say it's been an amazing week but it's not this week it's monday last week was a dope week we did the first episode on monday i think i was like high off it for like two days Cut. like super excited and then what else happened last week what did the week consist of Jeez.
1: well your weekend was busy my
0: weekend was busy but i'm trying to think in the week if anything good happened before that I mean, I just taught on... F- oh, I taught a bunch of workshops, actually. I taught Wednesday evening in a workshop in Wales, which was cool. Another workshop in uh, Oxford on Thursday. I taught Tuesday in Oxford as well. Actually, I did lots last week. I can't believe I forgot all that. I did lots of teaching, but it was all... you now, isn't it? All nice things, but it feels like forever ago. Like, that's how intense the week, is, week has been. I think
1: it's like, me and you're doing both a lot of new work. So it's, like, a lot of new thinking a lot
0: of like yeah it's not like my general like i just teach it's like we've picked up so many other little projects yeah. that my brain feels like wildfire you know what i was cooking georgia dinner the other day and as she was she uh was in work all day on i, I want to say f- wednesday no friday we were both in work but she had a way longer day than me and i was like oh i'll cook us dinner so she came home and i was like right i'm gonna make a steak salad with some like avocado some halloumi. And some tomatoes, like nice healthy dinner. Yeah, like, yeah. she was like, wasn't in the mood to cook. I was like, I got this, I got you, boo. I was like, pour some wine, I have a thing. So, I was cooking, obviously, pretty easy meal to cook. That's why I kind of chose it. Yeah, yeah. So, I chopped up all the tomatoes, like, because we have little plum tomatoes, put them on the plate, and I was like, Cool, started getting everything ready. Put the halloumi on, put the steaks in, had the salad laid out. I was like, Sweet, didn't have avocado. I was like, Shit, I ate it for lunch. <laughs> I was like, It's okay, we'll figure it out, we'll, we'll live without it, right. So then I'm looking at the tomatoes thinking, so what do I what do I do with them? And I was like, Georgia likes salt and pepper on her tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Put salt and pepper on them. Then I put them in the microwave. Now nah, hear me out. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. So <laughs> then I burn the halloumi. Right. Still so well. so the halloumi on one side is like blick. <laughs> and on the other side it looks delicious and halloumi-ish. So she's looking at me like, Are you mad? Like you you how can you mess up halloumi? And I was like, Yeah, I feel you. So I put it on the plate and then She's like, "Where are the tomatoes?" I was like, "Oh, wait, there. Let me get them." Scott got them out of the microwave, and she went, "Have you lost your mind?" And it all registered. I was like, "What the fuck? We're having salad. Why have I heated up the tomatoes?" Why, why, why have would I... you
1: microwave tomatoes? Full stop.
0: Well, for breakfast, I like doing it. So I chop them up and what then. Tomatoes. Yeah, like cook then in it. So it's like cook. A better like fried. Yeah, but I can't bother frying them, so I just microwave them, some salt and pepper, delicious, right. like for like a minute, and like that's where, about you now. like that's where my week has been. Do you know what I mean? I was thinking of so many different things. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, what the fuck? So that kind of summed up where my brain was at this week. I was microwaving tomatoes to go with steak. It doesn't even make sense. And then I ruined the steak too. I
1: did you ruined the
0: steak? I'm just an idiot. But it's fine. We move on. Learn just next time to get a takeaway. Uh, so then Saturday was a pretty incredible day. Normally I teach on a Saturday. But for my 30th birthday, Georgia, my fiancé, bought me a skydive. I've always wanted to jump out of a plane, mm-hmm. and me and my mum have always said we would do it together. So, my mum booked on to do it as well. So, Saturday, we jumped out of a plane, and bro, it was the most incredible experience.
1: Um, I'm jealous.
0: Yeah, you said this I'm the so other day because you didn't even know I was doing it. I was like, yeah. I'm jumping out of a plane. You're like, what? What?
1: Yeah, you just dropped in. Casual I just
0: felt like I haven't told anyone, but just in case I die or some shit, and then people are going to be like, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> That's like, great. what? The last time we saw him was on the podcast. Like, <laughs> he only got to do one episode. Oh. <laughs> but, bro, honestly... What was it? it? So, before we were going up... How
1: was it pre, during, post? So, three
0: questions. when it was booked for my birthday, a year and a half ago, cause it happened in COVID, we could never do it, right? Sure. It's been cancelled twice. And I was always nervous. And I was just like, do you know what, I just want to get over and done with. So, like, Saturday came... Friday night, I didn't even think about it. Like I said, my brain has been fried. Like, yeah. I can't even think about the next day. I'm just so in the moment figuring out what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So then Saturday, I woke up, and I was like, right, I'm turning off, even though I did still manage to somehow work all day. Yeah. But... Yeah, I was like, uh, I'm just going to go and enjoy it. So we're driving there, me and my mum and Georgia. And, bro, I wasn't nervous at all. And I was like, it's weird. Like, me and my mum were both laughing. She drove to me, and then we both drove together. We did it in Salisbury. Mm-hmm. Um, so we drove there, and we're both kind of talking about it. And then the closer we got, we started to see like people, like their shoots opening. And we're like, "Yo, look at that! That's amazing!" Like, just wasn't nervous. And I was like, "I'm a bit like this. I never get excited for holiday. I never get excited for anything, until it's like until the yeah. very yeah. moment. Yeah. I have no like build up. Like it's so strange." And then
1: I'll come back. I'll leave round. The
0: and then we uh, so we get to the place. And, bro, it was packed. Like, the weather was glorious for October as well. Yeah, yeah. And it was fucking packed. There was so many people there. I was like, yo, it's like a fucking barbecue or some shit. Like, on this airfield, there's dogs. There's, like, people who are watching people jump in, and they've all got ciders and shit. So we got there at 1 at one o'clock um, in the afternoon, obviously. And it was amazing vibe. So we check in. We start filling out all this shit. Put on, like, the... We didn't have to wear suits. We just had to wear, like, the, the equipment to strap me to the my bitch well i was his bitch but like strapped me to the guy who made me fly out of a plane and dude i just didn't have an ounce of nerves like it was so weird i had excitement but not an ounce of nerves and then so we go through all the checking procedures we do all this shit and i'm like cool 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 taking in this information and i'm thinking yo I'm going to forget all this when I'm up there, but cool. Like, it is what it is. Let's just go with it. This guy's going to look after me. So me and my mum are there, and I can see my mum's, like, nervous. And then once we put the equipment on, they take us to the... They call it... um, It was, like, their holding area, but they they called it, like, the boarding gate. Right.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's like a little fucking white picket fence, but they called it the boarding (laughs) gate. So you go there, and that's when, like, the nerves started to kick in. So I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is the final thing. So my guy, his name was George. He was super cool. Like, I want to say he's, like, 50-something. He was, uh, I don't know where he's from. He said he was from Bath, but he's not from, from Bath. Yeah, he lives yeah. in Bath. But he's from like, I think he was like Australian or like something like that. Um, and he was like, come on. He definitely wasn't Australian. <laughs> South African, I reckon. Right. Yeah. A big difference. Yeah, because he started grilling everyone about rugby. So I was like, yeah. Um, and then. Kiwi. Kiwi. Yeah. Kiwi yeah, could yeah. be. So he, uh, so he went, come on, let's go. We're going out. So I was like, What? Like, bye Georgia. Like, didn't even get to say goodbye. Started walking, but no one's with my mum.
1: Right.
0: So my mum hasn't got a, a a person with her yet, like a guide. But I do, and my guide's walking me to the plane, which isn't even there yet, in the middle of this airfield. And my mum's still waiting for someone. And I was like, Are they gonna fucking let us go together? Like, that's the whole point of this thing. <laughs> so me and this guy were just in the field, and he just took me on my own to go out there, and we just started chatting, having like a get to know. Right. Like, and I was like, Oh, like, I was like, Do you still get an adrenaline rush from this? And he was like. Not like not like you're gonna experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, it's still the best thing in the entire world. He's like, there's nothing like jumping out of a plane. No. But you know, it's it's everyday life for him. Mm. And like he'd done really interesting way to live. He had done twenty jumps already that day.
1: 20? Twenty. Twenty. Like one o'clock or whatever time. What time was it by this point? Four. Four okay. He'd done twenty jumps, dude. Mental.
0: Like they had twenty one flights that day and he'd done twenty. Like I was the I was no, I was twenty. Right, right, so right. this was his 20th so that day you know what I mean so like you know if he does this say he does it three days a week like fuck me like <laughs> and I think you've got to do like 800 jumps before you can be qualified to jump with someone so you know you do something 800 times you can be pretty damn good at you're it Gonna get pretty good at it, and it I guess that uh, fear disintegrates pretty quick like so he's like there's no feeling like it da 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 twos twos my mum comes over with this guy I was like cool she's safe so they bring us together and then they're talking to us about like you know you jump in all this shit general chit-chat and uh, my mum went to the guy what what why do you do this like what makes you want to do it and uh, the guy was like he went Joanne I'll never be able to explain to you until you do it so I'm not gonna try he was like and the same way you're not gonna be able to explain to your husband when you get off how it felt you're just gonna need them to try it and I was thinking Come on, mate. You could have given me something. Like <laughs> that's what that's what I'm all about—is trying to sell a story or trying to big something up. And you give me nothing. Like <laughs> I need more. So fucking, we get in this.
1: Fucking
0: podcast my yeah, I need to talk about this. <laughs> give me some info. So we uh, we jump in this little fucking plane, and dude, it's the most rickety damn plane you've ever been in in your life. Well,
1: it's the most used plane in the world, isn't it? Dude, it felt
0: like I was in the back of like a baby transit van or some shit. Like everything was metal and like, but I'm super strapped into this guy, so I'm like his bitch and say this is the plane, sorry for people listening, Uh, this is like the pilot, this is the tail, we jump out by here, there's two benches, and we have people sat either side, and like your legs mount the bench either side like a horse, you know what I mean? And like I'm strapped to this guy, so me and my mum are the first ones on the plane, so that means I'm the last jumping off, right? So we're going up and I'm thinking,
1: "Hmm,
0: still not nervous. And the guy went, this is a thousand feet, and I was like, oh, looked out the window, I was like, fuck me, that's high. (laughs) And I was like, we're almost there then, like that. We're doing the highest you can do. We're doing 15,000 feet. Shit. So there's three options, 8,000, 10,000, and 15,000. So I was like, if we're doing it, we're doing it properly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like So 15,000. Nice right? Well, i die either way, right? So you <laughs> may as well, like, if it goes wrong, goes wrong, goes wrong, you may as well, like, commit. Um, so that, that means you get a minute free fall.
1: That's long.
0: Bro, we'll get to it. Right. Uh, so then we're going up in the plane, and I was like, I'm a bit nervous but not as nervous as i should be but i think like the camaraderie between the my guy george and my mum's guy right. they were having so much banter like they were going like oh i wouldn't want to jump with him i'd never trust him like on about each other and joking around and like yeah. and they were so calm and relaxed it really eased my nerves and all the other people's like so there was like five of us jumping and everyone had an instructor no one else was speaking on the entire plane the plane was so noisy but it was just our guys are having banter and their calmness really like Soothed and took the fear away. Right? Yeah, man, it was like, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And me and my mom were like holding each other's hand on the plane, a bit like. It's How was your mum with it? I she was terrified, right. but she didn't show it. Like she didn't show it at all. Um, so we're going up, and then they were like, uh, so who's going first? Out you both. And my mom was like, I'm going first right. because when I was younger, I jumped off a cliff when I was like eleven. And I was too afraid to do it. So my dad jumped off, my stepdad. And I wanted to do it, but I was really scared. And my mom was like, basically, she talked me into doing it. She's like, I promise I'm going to be right behind you. You're going to be safe. So I run, did it, jumped off this huge fucking cliff into the sea, And she didn't do it. (laughs) So I was like, I've never forgive her. I'm like, you lied to me. Like, you made a promise that you'd come and make sure I was safe. And you bottled it. So, however, 20 years later or whatever, we're in this scenario. So she's like, you know, there's a theme to this. I have to go first. And I was like, yeah. So we're fine I'm chilling I'm taking deep breaths trying to calm my nerves like I've been in nervous situations like I've been on stage in front of a hundred thousand people and I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing like <laughs> do you know what I mean That's a topic. like like so you've, there's been nerves but like so I was like deep breath like this is fine but I was looking at the window when we got to 15,000 feet and I was like it doesn't even feel real like you because right. you can't correlate how high you are yeah, like you know if you stood on the ed- like the top of a building and you looked at the floor you can figure out, oh shit, that's high. Yeah. But I was above the clouds, so I couldn't measure distance. I couldn't measure anything. I'd never felt that before. Yeah. You know what I mean, another feel Like whenever I've been on a plane, bitch, I'm thinking about what time I'm gonna get to the pool and get a fucking gin. Like I'm not thinking about <laughs> I'm about to jump out of it. Yeah. So I'm in a totally different headspace. Like you're calm on a flight, right? You're not. You're excited, but you haven't got any anything- of the feelings, and I'm gonna go have a good time. Mm. So they open this door, they put my goggles up and it's noisy, it's like like crazy noise. And all of a sudden I'm like, right, do I want to look at the people going out? And I was like, I'll just watch the first one. So they shuffle into the edge and you have to tuck your feet over the edge of the plane, like with your knees together. So they hang you out of the plane, but they tell you to look up, not down. So they want your head in the sky. I think it's so this doesn't happen and so you don't hit them, but they've got helmets on, but we don't. But then they put your head like on their shoulder to yeah. cradle you, right? So I look at this guy and I'm like, you know when you're half looking like when you're a kid and you're scared, you kind of do this. Yeah. Like you want to see you hide <laughs> your face. And then all of a sudden, bro, I look and this guy just goes, and he's gone. I was like, whoa. Like, it's like someone, it's like he evaporated. You, it man. was so fast. And then we start like shuffling down the plane. And dude, in my head, I was thinking it's going to be like one, 30 seconds later. Bro, it was like one, two, three. I was like, what the fuck? Like, they're flying out. Then my mum goes. And, you know, watching... Did
1: a protective instinct kind of jump out?
0: Dude, my heart stopped. I was like, that's <laughs> my mum. Like, she's jump about to get plane. sucked out of a fucking window on an aeroplane. <laughs> and, like, I looked at her. and She didn't look at me. She's holding on. And I saw her just look up. And I was like, there wasn't even, like, a time to have a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just went... I was like, Like, that's my mum. And then, like... Just before she went, my brain had that that's when my fear kicked in like and that's the first time I was like fucking terrified. I was thinking, what the fuck are we doing? this is stupid. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then when she went I was like, oh now I've got to go, now you gotta go. It's, it's too late like I can't bottle it now <laughs> like and like I literally went over the edge and he, the guy grabbed my head he was like, put your head here so they say look up and then they position you in the right place mm-hmm. and then I didn't even have time to think about anything We were out. He's like, you're out. And I, I, you can't really correlate what's happening because, like, you, you're looking at the sky. But if you look at the sky, you see clouds, right? right. But we're above the clouds. So I can just see blue. blue. Like, you can't kind of reference anything. Yeah. And, like, within two seconds, like, I felt like I'd spun three times. It's probably once. I think you do like one, three, sixteen, levels you out. Yeah. And, dude, the adrenaline. Like, it was nuts. So you're holding on, he taps you on the shoulder, and then you get to put your arms out. Yeah. Gotcha. And it was like the fear lasted. A second like that moment sitting on going out of the plane was scary falling was scary and as soon as I was flat and we were doing it there's no fear it was the best feeling ever like it was the best orgasm of all time (laughs) like it was so euphoric man like and it's weird like there was no again like you couldn't correlate how fast you're going Mm -hmm. you couldn't correlate how high you are I don't know if correlates the right word but we'll go with it Uh, I couldn't feel anything on me so like I'm strapped to this guy but like, and you know there's someone strapped to you, but I couldn't feel him because all the weight has disappeared, right? Because yeah. I'm free-falling. There's no weight. Gravity's just doing its thing. And like, all you can feel is the wind and G-force like pushing on you. And I was screaming. I was going, come on. Like I had these rock hands because he kept doing them to me on the on the flight up. He right. kept going, like spudding me and giving me rock-on fingers. Dude, it was like, it was incredible. I felt like a superhero. Like I felt like I was flying. And then you just go... <laughs> And he pulls the chute and it goes from like a minute of chaos and absolute carnage to pure like bliss, bliss, bro. Not a noise. Relaxation. And we were going down and like he let you fly it. Really? Yeah, so he let me hold it, fly it. And it was weird. So instead of just holding it like this, I was so afraid of letting go. I like (laughs) (laughs) like, clawed over it. It was like I was doing a false grip for doing muscle up on rings. (laughs) Like I clawed over. And it was the most amazing thing, man. Like it was so bliss. And this sounds so corny. But like, and I said it to my mum, I was like, this sounds so stupid, but it made me realise how like, insignificant we are.
1: Right, because you're just so small.
0: Dude, yeah. like, think of everything, like, like from up there, like, I could see everything, right? I could mm-hmm. see lorries, I could see buses, I could see these huge buildings, these huge aeroplanes that when I'm next to, are fucking huge. And from up there, they were so tiny. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, the shit we worry about, man. So, yeah. And it's so funny, like... I've not really spoke too much about my feelings on COVID and shit on here, but like, we flew over a COVID test center and I just looked in, started laughing. I was like, "What? Like, like what is life? Like, what is our world? Like, we're so like, we stress about shit so much." And I was like,
1: "And we literally just started us."
0: Like, yeah, everything felt so small and like I just felt so fortunate. Like, man, it was incredible. Like, and I can't explain the feeling. But as soon as I go down, I was like, "Let's do it again." Like, I'll do it again tomorrow without a shadow without like okay. honestly yeah I'm down
1: like I've been meaning to do it for eons so honestly it's, again I'm, I'm 100% there
0: it's incredible and actually speaking of uh, there's a dancer Megan Webs. I never get her name right Wes- Westfell Websell, Westfell sorry Meg I've had her on the podcast she's got her podcast called the Get to Know podcast right. she's done so many now she jumps out of a plane on her own. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah It's right. on her Instagram. Maybe you pull her up if you want. But like it's freaking so don't worry. It's yeah. freaking <laughs> go on her Instagram and you like this. Do I, do I, do I <laughs> uh go on her Instagram and check it out. Like she jumps out on her own That's and sick. like but broke was... from it or not? Yeah so put a
1: GoPro on or
0: so you can't take your own. They're like right. you can buy them on the day, and I was always like, "Ah, oh, it was like two hundred quid." I was like, "Don't right. worry, like I don't need it. Like I just need the memory. Like I'm, I'm that person that like I'm gonna watch it once,
1: yeah.
0: Like and then I'm never Maybe gonna, put on Instagram. yeah. Woo! Like I'm never gonna watch again. Probably would have been good content for this, mm-hmm. but and then we got there, and my mum tried surprising me and book, tried paying for me and her to be filmed. Right. Like it so was like four hundred quid but
1: so Just
0: to strap a GoPro one. yeah I think it's like two options but she was trying to get the best option so oh. she, we had a cameraman that's what she wanted us to have a cameraman filming us do it oh
1: so someone drops out yeah of
0: the and film films you, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she asked for the a gopro as well but they were like oh we've got none left like we've got no like not enough uh people to do it and then when the skydiving instructor said oh how come you guys aren't filming it if you're doing it together and my mum explained and he seemed so like mm. what so I think they fucked us right. so I was a bit annoyed about that but at the end of the day like dude it's about the experience like absolutely i recommend everyone do it like and so i have this thing where i have to get over fear because i think fear is stupid like we're afraid of stuff but like we created that we right. weren't born with it right? right so like i was afraid of snakes i went and got a snake like an idiot like like i'm afraid of, i'm not afraid of heights but i certainly don't love them right. like the older i've got the more afraid i've come so it's like i have to overcome shit like i'm afraid of the sea like yeah, I, yeah not shallow, but like deep deep ocean, deep, it, deep yeah, ocean yeah. sea. So I've I been so I've been scuba diving. I always go out on a jet ski or a boat and jump out in the where you can't. I find like
1: deep ocean stuff when you're scuba diving. It's fine because you can see, but it's the it's when you look down and you can't see
0: anything. Bro, I can lay in the bath if the lights off. I hear durden durden. <laughs> 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 like I can be in the bath, If the lights off. My brain goes durden, and I'm like I'm getting out. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, I totally agree. Like, something I've noticed as the older I get the more fearful I've become of, like, heights and exactly the same.
0: You assess risks differently, right?
1: Absolutely. Like, before, I used to do, like, a lot of free running and parkour.
0: so I'd go closer to that, mic.
1: Um, I'm sorry. Um, it's, um... Uh, yeah, I used to do, like, a lot of free running and parkour, so I had no fear. Like, I'd jump up a three-story building and win twice a bit. Mm. Now, I'm like, oh, oh. So I, every time I'm in that situation, I'm like, okay, stop being a bitch. Let's get on with it now. Yeah. Um... Right, so a question that I wanted to ask was You said you weren't nervous pre jump. Yeah. Do you reckon that's a performer thing? Because you've, again, like what you said, you've been in so many performance situations, you've kind of learned how to not have like pre show nerves.
0: Maybe. And
1: that carried over into yeah. a more stressful situation.
0: Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. Like, it's weird because, like, I'm nervous about stuff in real life. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm nervous if I've got to go and do something that I've never done before normally. Like, but, and I've never done this.
1: Like, let's say you're...
0: Before stage now. Not at all now. A little bit. Is that because you're... Not not like I did right at the beginning of my career. I mean, I might now because I haven't been on stage since before COVID. So, (laughs) like, now it might feel like kind of a new thing again. But before that, like, not really.
1: Do you think that's because you're so comfortable with your ability now? Or do you reckon it's just because like what I said you've kind of conquered the mindset of how to like
0: it kind of well it becomes neat like it becomes second nature and I feel like where you go on, you know, you have lots of different experiences going on stage, but sometimes going on stage with maybe not a lot of prep time, or a lot not a lot of rehearsal time, or like something has changed before the show and you have to just go, I need to figure this shit out and if you fight or flight mode, like but in the dance way, yeah. like if you panic it's not gonna work, so you just have to Keep your nerves, keep your shit together and make it happen. But I don't know. That could be a carry across of why maybe the nerves weren't there. Yeah, it's a good question, but I genuinely have no idea. But like within dance and stuff, like on stage, like there's excitement now. Like I still get excited to go on stage. Like I know it's going to be a good time, but it's not the, it's not nervousness. Like, like I'll never forget uh, like the first few times of feeling like terrified going on stage, like and genuinely terrified. We did a UK stand-up 2011, I think, or 2010 for Miha Matewicz, Mimi, and it was the first time I'd ever danced in front of an audience of dancers. I danced on stage for jobs, but I kind of like jumped the queue in the dance industry. I'd never done all like the performing at dance events in front of dancers kind of thing. I'd done UDO comps, but not in front of professional dancers, and I just went straight to booking all the best jobs in the country. Do you know what I mean? And then this was my first time dancing in front of my peers who I auditioned against in like a showcase doing someone's choreo. And I was with like John, Miha, like Sean Smith, Thomas Simon, like people that I really look up to, like that I admire. Mm. You know? And I was the youngest. Like and I remember going on stage and we stood there in that holding position. And I remember not having a fucking clue how the dance started. Thinking, oh "Oh my god, what is gonna happen? And the music come on and like my body takes over. But even if you go on the video and find it on YouTube, um, like, you watch my face and you can see the fear. For the first song, I look terrified. And then by the time, I don't know if you'll find it because the quality will be dog shit because it's from so old. But you can see the fear on my face. And then, like, by the second time, by the second track, like, I relax and I start enjoying it. What's it called? Uh, it'll be on YouTube. So type in UK standard miha... Matovic, Eyes. and we should be in all black and blue. Boys, girls, gays and haven't come out yet. Yeah, that's me. In the Fadidi, if you go right to the beginning... Like, even, like, I'm not even stood with, like, much presence. Like, everyone else is so confident, even how they're stood. And you can see I'm, like, so, like, dude, this one, dude, is this one this in the one. fedora. Like, look, my face. Absolutely freaking terrified. And I'm dancing with all my heroes. Like, all my friends, but all the people I really admire.
1: How did you book that job?
0: It wasn't even a job. It was just a showcase. We just did, like, we just performed to show off me Miha's choreo oh, okay. at a dance event. Like so nervous, still, still flapping it, <laughs> and I can tell, just look at, like I remember the feeling, and in the middle of it, when the audio's on, you hear someone go, is that Kane Silver, or is that Kane, like right. you can hear it on the audio, and I remember hearing it on stage, because it was dead quiet, because everyone was watching, and then you just hear, is that Kane, so
1: are you saying this is one of your more most Dude, nervous, terrified, right. terrified,
0: because I felt like I was not only representing me, I was representing Miha who choreographed it, Yeah, you know what I mean, like, Absolutely terrified.
1: There is something to it of dancing in front of other dancers versus dancing in front of muggles, let's call them.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because well, all the dancers know what's good. Like, I relax by here because I show off my abs. <laughs> yeah, that's a go-to, isn't it? Yeah, look, now look, see, now I'm having fun, smiling. Mm. But the first song, like, terrified. But it just took that time to relax. And then I was like, oh, i got this.
1: You said um, earlier about performing in front of like hundreds of thousands, not really knowing what you're doing
0: mm. is that common? no what, but again what was that situation? so again it was this, it's a similar thing like one of the first experiences so we did a Twickenham Stadium for Alexandra Burke right. and it was always my dream to do Alexandra Burke Bad Boys don't know why I just felt like I had to be a bad boy yeah. <laughs> I hear girls like bad boys so I was like I'm in <laughs> I want to be a bad boy and all the dope dancers that I looked up to had done Alexandra Burke and I, I hadn't and then a book start without you and I got kept on to do like future work So uh, we did Bad Boys at Twickenham for Help the Heroes. And we're all stood on stage. And we all stand there for, like, I don't even know how long it was, man. It felt like a fucking week. But we're all stood there holding the position. And she goes out and be like, what's up, Twickenham, all that jazz. And we're just stood there waiting. And I remember that time standing there thinking, oh, my God, how does it start? What leg do I step on? Like, doubting my thing. Everything. Like, oh, my God, what's the first track? Like, I couldn't even, like, figure anything out in my brain mm. it was just like pure fear I was so taken back by however say 70,000 people twicken them I don't yeah, know what it is but city. like yeah huge packed to the brim Help the heroes loads of different artists loads of different dancers terrified and then as soon as the music started I was like oh my I'm b- doing <laughs> the spirit the spirit has taken me like dance just started happening but bro in the moment like pure fear
1: what do you think has changed from like that kind of part of your dance career to be feeling super comfortable on stage like in terms of mindset
0: i just know kind of know my ability now gotcha. like just and just i, I and time. i'm not going to let myself go on stage and not know what i'm doing gotcha. like obviously there are scenarios when it happens and it's out of your control mm-hmm. but then i just feel like i've learned to accept that some things are out of my control and all i can do is the best i can do yeah. you know what i mean so like when we did dance 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 like they change shit like 30 seconds before you go on stage every day Every show, there'd be, like, a change before you go on stage. And it would be, like, well, like I'd be pissed off that it's changed, and it'd be really fucking annoying. But at the same time, it's, like, There's
1: nothing you can do about it. I'm a
0: human. I'll just do the best of my ability, like, and figure uh, it out. Why
1: would they change things last minute? Is that- uh,
0: camera angles, just... And sometimes, it depends. Some people, like, some people are, like, so against it. Like, a choreographer will be, like, no, like, that's it. I'm not putting my dancers under that pressure. And some have to accommodate for the people above. people above they have to do if simon Cowell says he wants to change sometimes you've got to do what he says because yeah. the end of day he's he's the one paying all our bills um and unfortunately as the dancer it's your job to make that shit happen yeah. like and you just figure it out like it is it, it is it is, it, it is what it is it is what it is That's yeah man crazy so yeah saturday was phenomenal man such a beautiful day yeah yeah
1: um again Let's
0: do it. I think let's, let's get this It was super dope. So exciting. Um, what I was going to say? Have you seen? Well, I know you've seen because we kind of briefly discussed it. Um, and I was meant to bring it up last week because last week I was driving here and I had a pop up on my phone. But because I was driving, I couldn't check it. And it's on, from the Nike app. And it said Mr. YouTube. And obviously, I've had Mr. YouTube on the podcast, mm-hmm. Lightfeet. And him and Kinjas, well, Kinjas and Nike have collabed to bring out a new dance shoe. Can we bring it up? Do
1: you want the dance shoe?
0: Yeah. Uh, or, or, or whatever you've got on it, because I'm sure it's going to show us it either way. Well,
1: I I've got the, the YouTube video the other day. I didn't
0: watch it. Why did you
1: not watch
0: it? So we could watch it now?
1: Well, it's mainly audio-based, because it's basically advertising uh, um, what they're saying. But they basically made these trainers. I'm going to probably butcher this um this explanation. Um, Wait, pause. Uh, yeah?
0: Can you go back a tiny bit to Tinker Hattiefield? So, Tinker Hattie Field, for those who don't know, he's a nice shoe designer. He designed these Tinker Hattie Fields, Kicks of the Day. Kicks of the Day. These are the Kicks of the Day, the Tinker Hattie Fields. Was, was this planned? No, no, it wasn't. So, I bought these uh, last, these came last Monday after we finished the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, these are my Tinker Hattie Fields, and they're one of my favorite shoes um, because uh, if you watch most of Justin Timberlake's live performances, if he's got a pair of Jordans on, it's normally these. Is it? Yeah, but he wears the white ones. Gotcha. But I wanted black because it's winter. But Tinker Hattiefield. So this is Tinker Hattiefield. So he's the guy that designed these. Sick. Mm-hmm. He's a,
1: apparently he's, yeah, a bit of a legend. Um, so these trainers, they have like. Again, I'm going to butcher this. So watch the videos on YouTube. They have two types of rubber. So one's like one half of your shoe is like better for sliding, as in like it's less grip, and then one's got more grip. On it, and I think the front side of the sole is better for turning versus like the bottom, uh, the back half of it. I think, could butcher it, but um, yeah, shout out Kinjas.
0: So, have Kinjas designed the shoe? Or is it he, works, like, because he's designed it, or they worked together to make it?
1: alongside
0: um, Nike. Yo, Kinjas, I, I, I'll be 100% honest, I was never like a a Kinjas fan, not I wasn't a fan of them, but it was never my thing, right? Like, because I Bro, they're incredible. Like they're incredible dancers. But I was so driven towards like I want to be a working dancer. Yeah. I would always chase like working dancers. And like the past, I would say like year, two years, I've really started like watching them more mm. and being like, like I've always known they're great, but now I'm really beginning to like enjoy their their stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just love that whole brand. I'm like, I'm what they're
0: and really they've seeing. got a podcast. Like they're killing it, man. Like. Yeah.
1: They have
0: like a China. Um, they, I love their studio as well. Well, I
1: think they've got. They have, I think they're at one point they have three studios one in China and I think two in America. I've been there to get rid of one chick. I can't remember
0: the internet. Mr. YouTube, then. You um, just said I can't remember the internet yeah, again. Hey. Good job. Good pluck. I'll,
1: I'll carry on doing it every week. Yeah. I don't even realize
0: I'm saying it. It's hey. okay. I like it. She's so incredible, bro. Bailey socks.
1: Mate, she's nuts.
0: Stability. Yeah, man. Do you, do you like the look of them?
1: I do. I would buy them. I, would I, buy them. They,
0: I like them because they match my feeler top. Except the fact that they're Nike. But.
1: They have a bit of an old school.
0: They look like a Nike Cortez. An old school Nike Cortez. Yeah, they've
1: got like a bit of an old school. Yeah, they do. And what I like about them is they're flat sold.
0: Yes. Which which we were talking about the other day with the Jordan Eclipses. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, I hate that. I'm
0: going to get a pair, for sure.
1: Yeah. I I don't know if they're out in the UK, though. I'm sure I can find out. Um,
0: I'm definitely going to get a pair.
1: But yeah, like, I think they were saying about. I said like the slip and slide of it we should get some in review them on live yeah we could do a live review in the
0: studio yeah I'll teach them give some feedback oh I don't know if I like them in black no. oh that's just them trying different soles. that's the making of it obviously yeah Yeah, man They, then I, I, I like them I wish they weren't blue and black uh, blue and red colours
1: yeah I think
0: I wish it was just black yeah because like if I wear my yellow jersey
1: <sighs> You're clashing.
0: life problems right yeah, but, I'm sure that uh, she got crazy. yellow jersey on there it didn't look too bad yeah i'm down, I'm down. it's nice to see um I
1: was so this up, actually. Like, how much more dancers are respected
0: as athletes now I've, i I think i don't know if we're more respected of athletes i just think they think re- i don't like know Like now getting
1: into the olympics
0: yeah which is incredible like in that sense yes i mean we still get treated and paid like dog shit 90% of the time we still we still don't get our names put on the end of music videos we still don't get credits like even if a production company puts up a video they'll put like everyone in the music everyone but not the actual dancers who the people that you watch the entire video so we're definitely working our way up but nowhere near where we should be
1: Janet Jackson she's doing a lot I feel for dancers Yeah Like she gives them More outs. I could be lying But I do think like Certain artists I
0: don't think to... it's artists that don't give But it's not on the artists Like they can have They have a say in it Of course they do But it's normally like Directors and production companies That like They're the ones that Fucking put a YouTube video up Or an Instagram clip And don't tag us Or don't reference us Janet ain't uploading Her own stuff No You know what I mean Like well, she, she and her... did, like A few
1: dance classes Oh yeah of
0: course Like yeah she's always at like Base at the moment With Dean Lee Like but it's Because she loves dance But some Some artists might not give a shit about dance like you know what i mean it's just there to make their product look better yeah. like it's a tough one I, but i do think we're on the right path and it's nice to see such a huge huge company like nike wanting to put an interest in what we do yeah you know like
1: yeah it kind of kind of backs up the idea that you're getting more to it
0: because i think reebok did a dance shoe years ago i'm sure they did a dance shoe and like that's dope as well yeah but like now we've got Nike. Like if you think of Nike, like I always think of football, basketball, like the biggest sports, like NFL. Like that's when I think of Nike.
1: And I think due to the rise of like TikTok and Instagram, dance is becoming more and more like the in thing.
0: It is definitely becoming more and more of the in thing. But now it's also becoming so much more saturated. Yeah. And we're accepting... Yeah, Me- mediocracy is being highlighted hugely, but it's all for the cause of dance. So it's like I'm for it and against it. There's, yeah, pros, and yeah. There's pros
1: and cons. Pros and cons. Absolutely. The
0: downside is a shit fucking fifteen-year-old who just does this with their arms getting... is going to get paid more money than someone who's grafted their whole life into it, like myself. Mm. But essentially, I'm the mug because I'm the one that's not willing to adapt. It's like it's like it's a catch twenty-two, right?
1: Yeah. It's kinda of like the old classic boomer comment, isn't it? It's like, well, just adapt to the situation. Yeah. And like you've seen that like fucking TikTok workshops and stuff like that. Like yeah. That teachers who are adapting, and they're making shitload of money.
0: I know it's not the same, but we wouldn't do it with like a doctor. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, let's get the newbie to do the and give them the good shit. Yeah. Like, but I know it's just dance, it's not a life <laughs> life and death situation. But yeah. No, it's dope, man. Like, I'm super happy. I'm definitely gonna try and get hold of some of them.
1: Yeah.
0: What are they called? They got like a name, so I don't just call them the Nike Dance Shoe. Zinag Dance Shoe, but otherwise, if they're no good, we'll stick. We'd love it if they re- re- wow well, release some new Jordan Eclipses.
1: Oh, Air Sesh.
0: Air Sesh. That's quite a cool name. Air Sesh. Very though. I wish they called it Dance Something though, so we like highlighted the dance fact of it. I know it doesn't sound as cool.
1: Sorry if the typing's going into mic.
0: it is what it is. But yeah, man, that was amazing. Uh, other thing, did you watch? I'm sure you haven't. They've just released on, I think it's BBC iPlayer, the new like TV series, I Like The Way You Move.
1: I haven't watched it yet, but we were talking about it recently.
0: So I was, I, I, I didn't even know how it was going to be released, nothing. I just saw it advertised on Jaden, who's one of the guys on there. I taught him at college, like such a dope kid. Right. Um, I saw it on his Instagram, and then I started seeing other dancers post about it. And I remember seeing like, lucas mcfarlane and uh people like that who choreographed on it posting it on their instagram i remember i even got asked to do it like a few times but obviously i'm engaged <laughs> so i was like i'm out and i don't think i would have anyway
1: rewind what's the concept of the show
0: so basically it's like dance it's like love island for dancers slash strictly right. so there's five pros they live in a house and then they have like a big mixer where there's non-pros like muggles yeah they call them the rookies so we've got the pros and the rookies and they talk and they mingle with the rookies and then they chew they 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 couple up essentially and then they have to teach their person they've coupled up with a dance routine and they're gonna get marked on it yeah so i've only watched the first episode so i didn't realize the whole series has been released already so there's no like Build up, there's no way you can binge it. Yeah, yeah. So I only watched one episode last night because it was like late as shit and I was like, I can't binge a whole season. But I watched the first episode and I actually really enjoyed it. I thought I was going to hate it. I genuinely was like, oh, I'm going to fucking hate this. going to be so cringy. Like, they're going to be making dancers look stupid. Yeah, it was actually really good. And what's nice is they actually had dope dancers on there. Like... Was you... styles of dance? Was no, 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 it's not about that. Do you know what it feels like? They're just being so inclusive. Like, different races... Like you know, uh, whether you're straight, gay, like you know, they've kind of covered the bases of everything, um, and yeah, man, really enjoy it. And is
1: it like a competition, like strictly, like?
0: You know, I th- I believe so. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I, like I said, I've only watched the first episode, so I haven't watched the um, even the part where they do the the dance yet. I've just watched them coupling up and learning. Gotcha. But it was funny because obviously, like Jaden, I've known him since he was 16 when he was mm-hmm. at college, and he, to me, he was always like kind of like Bambi, like he had no control over his limbs and his arms and his legs were too big for his body, but he was like such a talented kid, yeah. but you know, you just like, you need to grow into your body. Yeah. And now like, you know, I've seen him on Instagram and he's killing it, man. Like he's, he's incredible talent, but like now he's actually killing it. Like he's in starlight, like his flips and stuff he can do on skates is incredible. And then uh, na- Instagram? Uh, just Jaden Vin, J-A-D, yeah. J-A-Y-D, sorry. D i n uh J a y d i n and then Vin I think dot Vin something like that.
1: 365.
0: No, but yeah, I'll find him now. Um, but dude, like, like he's he's like killing it. So now he's leading a musical. Oh J dot V i g n. J dot V-I-G-N. V-I-G-N. Uh, Um, so yeah, and now he's like he's like a bloke. You know what I mean? Like it's. Uh, J A Y, sorry. J A Y. Dot B-I-G-N. That one? Yeah, J N. My bad. Yeah, that's the boy. So he's on. He's. So he's he's one of the guys on there, but like he's now leading a musical. If you scroll down, he might tell us what musical. I can't remember. But like he's been in Mamma Mia. He's in. Oh, bro! Before that, click on that where it says Starlight. See if it shows us any videos of him skating. keep flicking through you'll find him doing some flips maybe at some point I know that's first time in the down bowl that's not going to be any good or maybe you're better off just going to his page yeah <laughs> <laughs> <we're> <laughs> that was fabulous dude that's nuts that's crazy right Kyle my best friends in this show now but maybe go on oh, his, um, the same show as Kyle's in yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah maybe if we go on his actual page we'll get to the good shizzle I'm sure he posts the good chisel. Scroll down. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Nice bit of nipple there on screen, keep going. So this is what he's in now, Pippin. He's like the main guy in Pippin. I haven't seen it, I have no idea what it's about. Never even heard of it, but I would like to go and see it. Um, video of him skating we're looking for. Not that one, one of him on, on the bowl. Yeah, keep going. Keep going, fuck me. He posts a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, handsome bastard. Look at him. Yeah, click on this. Watch this, bro. Watch it be rubbish now. Two, so this three, is four.
1: the show that he's on. This is the set design.
0: No, no. So this is him when he was in Starlight. I'm just showing it like how dope he is at skating. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I meant. Yeah, this is what he was on. So this is their track. That's sick. Oh, then I'm gonna show him doing any flips. Jade man, post the good stuff. That's him dressed as a train. That's not so cool, is it? Oh here we go, maybe this'll be something good. Here we go. That's
1: such a wicked light set design.
0: Look at that. So effortless. I'm really upset there's never been doing any flips. This is so disappointing. One anti climax Jaden. Like they show it on the show. Look at look at me go backwards dressed as a train. There, click on this one. Surely. Come on. No, next one. That one. It's gotta be right. Flip. It says flip. Come on. Be the one. Yeah. Be the one. Come on. Come on. Here she goes. Bro. On skates. Like, I know real skaters do that all the time, but he's not a trained skater. He went to fucking performing college. He went to Wilkes. But, now, like, you go to skate school, like, and he learned to do this shit. That's super dope. So, yeah, anyway, he's on the show. And it's so weird seeing him as, like, this handsome m- bloke. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But on the first episode, he threw out, like, to the girl. <laughs> he was so forward on the, the beginning. He kept making, like, little, like, sexual comments and that. I was like, all right, bro. <laughs> fucking your mum's watching. Chill out. And then he kind of like regressed. Yeah, maybe. It was good. And then there's a girl called Shola who's, a, she's a dope dancer. So I know. It,
1: is it romantic, like romantically?
0: That's what they're trying to get them to couple up and be in love, essentially. Right. Like they're looking for, they're looking for a partner. They're looking for a date. Right. Like I'm going to watch the rest of the season probably through the next week, hopefully. And try to figure out. And then we can talk about the entire show because maybe everyone's like i've seen the whole thing this is boring but i've only seen the first episode um but there's a guy in there called lee and i recognize him i'm sure i've auditioned with him or something mm. and he's cool but <laughs> lee you're a dope dancer you're a good looking dude but he said "Jeez," seven times in the first episode seven times i mean i'm not blaming him maybe it's the editor's fault maybe they kept choosing it But after I heard it three times, I was like to Georgia, I was like, I'm going to count how many times he does it. And he kept hearing, cheese. He walked into the house. A hundred
1: times,
0: (laughs) a million times, but the editors don't need to keep putting cheese in it because it's the pitch change. So I was laughing. It did make me laugh, but I just kept hearing it. Um, But no, man, it's really good. Shout out. I'm really happy for Jaden. Obviously, I'm happy Mm. for all of them. Again, dance feels like it's being highlighted Mm. in a, in a feels like a good light. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the rest of the season make us look like dumbasses. Who knows? But so far, so good. And then Kaylin Harris is on it. Do you know KK? KK. Uh, I think it's Kaylin. Yes. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm with you. So she's from. Uh, she did ABDC back in the day. Like, she stands for Usher, everyone. So she's a judge on it, and she is freaking incredible, man. She's. I was watching. Um, I was on her Instagram last night watching videos of her.
1: She's so
0: sick. And she's so fucking good. Yeah.
1: Jesus.
0: I don't know where she is. Yeah. Eight hundred. Uh, wow. Eight hundred and fifty thousand. She's sponsored by Champion. But if you oh. go down. So like, yeah, she's on it. But bro, you watch it and like. The fact that she's
1: on it—that's quite big.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's dope. And she's really like, you know, from the first episode, she's cool on it. My only thing is, she keeps calling herself mama. she keeps going mama says or mama did this and i'm like you're 25 (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) she's 25 she doesn't look 25 she looks older
1: like her physicality
0: are so established but blue she was dancing for usher at like 18 or some shit like probably younger but like she keeps calling herself mama which is a bit weird for a 25 year old but she is you know again so nice to see a dancer like as the judge and like and it's like, cool she and yes, someone like cool and young and current, yeah. which from a marketing view is what's going to get younger people to watch the show, Absolutely. right? I'm
1: just going to get
0: people. Like As opposed people to having like, like no offense, Arlene Phillips or something like that, which would be dope, but yeah. you know, 15 year olds not going to be super inspired by that. Um, scroll down. I was on her page last night, um, and she posted this video, and it said like my most embarrassing moment. People always ask me, keep going, and I forgot this ever even happened. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. I went in. Keep going.
1: God, you went deep.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was, bro. Cause so I think she's incredible. Yeah, so I was no, watching was the dance. A like I am the ultimate dance fan. Like I do just watch dance videos like every night. Keep going. Keep going. There, on yeah. the left. Yeah. So this is when they did what? 2012. So if you watch, so Chachi Gonzalez is the pretending to be Britney, and then she's in the red over here, and then bang, knocked her over. And look how quick was. she got back in, bro. Look how quick she got back into it. Sha, like straight back in. She knocked her flat on the floor. <laughs> Did you see it?
1: I, I literally looked That's how quick
0: of... it is, but bro. She get ready. Watch, Chachi. She's going. She's going. she's going and just shoves her out the way. <laughs> and then bam, straight back in, well. bro. That is a true pro. Yeah. That, and then I was reading the comments last night. Oh, and then so the comments uh, Marvin Brown put. So no one's going to tag Chachi in this. <laughs> but yeah, man, I was like, I, I, rate her for, I rate her for even posting that online. Yeah, like, yeah, you'd yeah. think she'd be embarrassed to that Is moment. Is that even her,
1: her fault thing, though? Do you know what I mean? No, it's
0: not her fault. Of course it's not. It's Chachi's fault. Chachi should have walked around her. So that she just shoved her on the floor. But, like, bam. It's like she didn't lose composure for a second. Bro, so sick. Yeah, and I always talk about that, like, distraction and, like, mm-hmm. things can go wrong. And it's, like, fight or flight. Like that's the sign of a true pro, bro. Yeah. Like, and if you she think she's two thousand—that's two thousand and twelve—and she's twenty-five now.
1: So she was
0: young. I can't do that maths. Maths is hard. <laughs> Eight, she was really young. nine years ago. Yeah. She nine years ago, if she's twenty-five now. <laughs> Sixteen, bro. That's right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen, and that composure. Yeah. I no, couldn't even bad. get school on time.
1: I wasn't even turning off at
0: school at that time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, she's a judge on the show, so that's cool. Yeah. So, I went down the rabbit hole of Kaylin. Yeah, Kaylin, that's all right. Kaylin Harris last night. She's super talented. So, yeah. So, yeah, man, it's a good show. I'm excited to see what else happens with it. Again, beautiful to see dance highlighted in a wonderful way.
1: Yeah, I wonder if. Um, if- dancers will continue being highlighted on the current
0: trajectory that it is now i think it might
1: because there's a a dance union being made
0: no we've well, dancers network has been going for ages but right. they're just building and getting stronger and stronger Gotcha. you know but we tried doing it before in the uk but it didn't really kick off but i feel like it's about getting all the dancers and all the agents and stuff on board mm-hmm. but you know it's the hardest thing to try and tackle because you know say someone's offering a job and they want to pay you
1: kind of for a day or
0: whatever. yeah Something. and it's for like Beyonce yeah. you know all the established dancers who would love their opportunity of fighting for their rides but an 18 year old coming straight out of college of course they want to jump on it yeah. but their challenge is to try and teach them why it's a good reason not to jump on it because they're making their future more difficult to make a living yeah. right but like dance now when I when I left the dance industry uh left before I, went on, before I went on tour with the Dream Boys, when I was like working with artists and stuff a lot, you'd get like 150 rehearsal, 250 for a show. Right. And it's much better than that now. Is it? Yeah, rates have gone up. Nice one. I always say, I always message Lili from Dancers Network. I'd be like, damn, if rates were that good when I was, I would never would have left. Like, I would have kept going.
1: And just, like, that isn't much money. For, a, for how trained you are and how...
0: But and how and you are. when
1: how I, inconsistent that income
0: is that's so there you go. So you so you understand. Really no. You're so when I speak average. to and if I mean if you work every day, if you're like Jay Ravel back in the day, you're killing it, who worked on everything every day. But like I always say to like my friends at home, they'd be like, Yo, you get two hundred and fifty pounds a day? Yeah. My God, you must be rich and you're like, Well no, there's like one show a week if you're lucky. Yeah. You know, like like and that's why like West End and stuff, they pay them like between 400 I think or 500 and 800 900 cuz they can't afford to pay you 250 a show like to do 10 shows a week but you know they're trying to f- I guess it's getting better and again shout out to dancers network and for agents for hopping on board to make that possible cuz without the agents kind of sticking up for the dancers too it's never going to exist but yo speaking of that dancers network have just asked put up a survey on their Instagram uh if everyone could go and fill it out and help them that would be dope um it's super easy it's super Dance, short Dance network. dancers network it's on instagram it. they've put up a survey i think it's on their instagram they emailed it to me so i filled it out that way Stories or posters? uh go down oh maybe i'm lying help us yeah that's it that help us help oh so maybe it's in the link help us help you so I guess they're just doing videos, asking people to do it. But they need you to fill out a form. Just go to the Instagram page, Dancers Network UK. You'll find it. Fill it out. Um, yeah. But I filled out mine. It took me literally two minutes. And it's just to help them help us in the dance industry. They're fighting for all the things that are going to make our lifestyle better and our careers better. So give them some love. Boom. What's up, party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right. It's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as five, six, seven, eight. That's right. It's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back. And it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy, and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat T H E A T accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast, and you'll get some five star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. Yeah, man. Pretty exciting weekend of dance, really. Yeah. And skydiving. Um, what you got for me?
1: What have I got for you? Uh, do you want to dive into question of the week?
0: Yes, yes, let's do it. So we've had a question of the week. I yeah. had a question come in that someone wants answering. So I can't
1: actually remember who asked it. Uh, who is it?
0: Uh, Ellie, Ellie Smith, Ellie Smith, I believe.
1: Uh, so we'd love to, uh, something about good self-care on rest days for dancers and nutrition for a long, healthy career advice. And I love this question because obviously you are now touching into my field. Uh,
0: so what's the first part? Because that's two questions, isn't it?
1: Um, good self-care on rest days for dancers, and then second question: nutrition for a long, healthy career advice. I guess it's just like how can you look after yourself as a dancer? Yeah. Uh,
0: good self-care on rest days. <laughs> it's the tough one, cause. It, the answer for everything in life is always it depends, right? Because every scenario is different, because you haven't given me much of much to work with. I know her situation. She's a college student who dances mm-hmm. five days a week in college and on a Sunday. I'm assuming she probably dances on a Saturday as well. I don't know. So, for her, my self care would be don't do any exercise whatsoever. Yeah. Eat some really fucking nice food. Enjoy your day. Go and do something social that doesn't require a lot of physical energy and fulfills, you me- yeah, and fulfills you mentally. You know, like if you want to go to the swimming pool, don't go in and do 100 laps. Go in and use the sauna in the steam room. Like, have a little paddle, have a little movement, but don't exercise. Let your body rest and recover. Eat good food and rest is the key mm-hmm. but then a rest day for someone who <laughs> maybe dances an hour a day just takes one class or a rest day for someone who only dances full like a lot of the time three days a week i mean your rest day is going to look different to ellie's yeah. because okay let's
1: let's refine it to professional professional working dancers and professional training dancers mm-hmm. i think we'll stick with that. okay
0: so i can put it to m- the way I, for me so i'll do it as do we do it as my lifestyle now or when i was doing like five no, I, shows a I week working okay so when I was doing five shows a week I, I didn't
1: work
0: I didn't I didn't I, I didn't have a rest day I didn't have a rest day my rest day would consist
1: a choice or was that just due to the actual work demand?
0: uh both because when I had the choice or the chance to have a rest day I didn't have one but instead of it being like I'm going to rehearsals or because for me being a dancer a work day is it doesn't necessarily mean I'm getting paid A work day could be I'm working towards being better at my craft. So I'm going to the gym, I'm going to take class, I'm writing out my CV, I'm doing research. Like, to me, that's a working day. Like, everything I used to do, like, was to strive towards being better at my goal, right? Being better at my career, whether it be like I'm in the studio or not. Like, so even if it's going to the gym, even if it's, you know, going to yoga, something, to me, that's a work day because I'm doing stuff which is gonna help me impressive. progress. It's all about progression uh, for my field. So I never really had rest days, but what I did used to do was always give myself time for mental like clarity. Mm-hmm. So like I used to love, when I lived in LA, like the hustle was so real, but instead of going to the gym and like, I'd go to the gym and like weightlift whatever, but like I would love going hiking in the morning so like i wasn't like a meditative person or i wasn't like a yogi like, like active, so it's like an, an active fun relaxation mm-hmm. so i would go to the hiking i'd go up in the mountains i would put music in my ears my favorite songs or listen to a podcast like really light exercise which is beneficial for me because it's still active but it's not intense and, and a, to i got to just de-stress yeah. like that was mine but like on the last podcast i did with bboy twix like on his rest day he gets a massage he goes <laughs> in the sauna like every week like do you know what i mean it's like a full-on like treats himself like an athlete a yeah. recovery day but he is doing 10 shows a week gotcha. but i've never been in that position where i have to do 10 shows a week no. you know on dream boys the most i would do is five
1: so intense though
0: yeah it is he... but at the same time like i still get it's not as intense like if i'm Mate, if I am doing ten shows a week, like on my two days off a week that I get, you know, one of them days I am treating myself like an athlete. Yeah. We should all do that anyway, but but financially is not viable for most performers no. because to get a massage every week is what fifty quid. Yeah. Like most performers can't throw fifty quid into a massage every week. No. Like most, like on the reality, like most people are broke. Like most performers, and you won't want to admit it, but like a high earning performer is like an average salary in the UK. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it is what it is. It's how, it's how our lifestyle kind of works out. We get to do amazing and wonderful things. But, you know, to do the self-care stuff, which, like, massages and things that cost, that's hard for a dancer. So I guess if you can find ways to do it your own, like if you buy a Theragun. Well, I was going
1: to say, like, if something that comes straight to mind is just rolling out. I mean, you can get a foam roller for, like, 15 quid from Amazon. Of course. And, like, roll out especially, like, cards, et cetera because um, of how much time you spend in like ankle extension um, something that I was going to touch in was um, protein intake, diet like yeah. I've spoken to so many dude, students dude, dancers'
0: diets are shocking so bad I like the other day um, I was at a studio and I looked in the bin and it was just full of McDonald's and Greg's I was like what the fuck <laughs> like I, it's okay to like eat that but then I guess There's
1: an education problem here though it's so easy to put I think to point the finger at the sorry to mm. interrupt, it's so easy to point the finger at the student. But like, if I was a college owner, I would hundred percent invest in a nutritionist to come and have a conversation. With them that was
0: the, that was my well, retirement plan. That was um, my finished dancer become a qualified nutritionist plan and do nutrition for for dancers. But specific because the thing is right again, it comes back to it depends with nutrition. I can't go. You should all eat like this because we because do the, best the numbers Yeah, we we can figure out that individual's base number, but we can't figure out a general because the the girl that needs to lose weight and the girl that needs to gain weight, maybe there's different things going on. Like it needs to go from what already their lifestyle is. So say this girl does 10 hours exercise a day and only lives on 1500 calories. We need to up her calories. Do you know what I mean? If she's skinny. And if she's overweight, because we need to figure out her metabolism and what's going wrong with her lifestyle. We need to figure out what we need to address within her metabolism, right? Because she might have a slow metabolism. She might be overtraining and under-fueling. Or some people might be over-fueling and under-training. Like, mm.
1: No, I agree. But like, just for example, like something that I would probably recommend would be protein intake. 100%. Um, so Disclaimer, I'm not a qualified nutritionist. I'm a personal trainer and work with people every single day on this topic disclaimer yeah um,
0: but most of the time it's normal people or not people that do because even even athletes bro like this is the thing with dance when like a football like we go oh we work with athletes you, know, you work with a footballer who ex- who trains three hours a day mm. dancers train ten hours 10 a day, day. This, this is what I was no one else name a sport name one <laughs> find one find, find something sport. there's no one Today
1: is, you are athletes dancers are athletes and at no point in your training you treat like athletes From what I can see, yeah, what I can see, I'm Mm -hmm. putting I'm from the outside. Um, so my recommendation would be high protein intake, Mm -hmm.
0: Um, high hydration intake.
1: So, in terms of protein intake, I would be looking at two grams minimum a day per kilogram of body weight. So, if you're 55 kg, which is probably a relatively normal dance weight for especially females, you'd be looking like 110 grams, which is probably around four breasts of chicken, give or take. So, I'd be looking to up protein at any point mm-hmm. um and like slow carb release for like sweet potato, very high nutritional value and mm-hmm. um, also slow carb release
0: well that's what i was going to say is like i feel like what people get caught up on is oh what calories does this meal say yeah. you know and that's that's a fine that's a good start point because it's better than no start point but what i would be going is what nutritional value do i get from this meal
1: like i wouldn't really be thinking about calories As a whole, because you're not gonna have time to eat in a calorie surplus, so more calories
0: than you burn. Um... But you can think of a macronutrient to a point. Like you can think, like I need to get enough protein and energy in my diet. Mm. Like an an energy could come from fats. Like it could, you know. Yeah, like if you like smash. I smash when I teach. I smash an avocado every lunchtime. So my my meal that I have on a teaching day at lunch is an avocado, a large one, a whole avocado a banana and then either, and I only get 45 minutes so I can't digest too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't go for like rice or anything like starchy. Do you know what I mean? So I just smash a banana, get that quick sugars in, yeah. like avocado, cause it's high in calories yeah. for, for the amount of food you're having. And then I smash some salmon because again, yeah, high, and high in calorie. Yeah.
1: And um, like, I think a lot of, again, this goes down to lack of education, Probably a lot of dancers are avoiding fats, especially like... Well,
0: especially when stuff says, like, we promote fat-free this, fat-free fat free that. Fats are so important. Because diet. we think of fat and we think of fat on fat, my stomach. Which is totally... Which is so wrong.
1: There's no correlation there, apart from the cancer this- surplus. Um, but fats, like, regulate your hormones. They help you break down carbohydrates as well. Mm-hmm. So you need to be including fats into it. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, for me, the main thing I'll be saying for young dancers and training dancers is high protein diet for sure mm-hmm. and if you're vegetarian or vegan make sure you have very varied sources of protein because there's one uh, vital amino acid that so you which, can't get which well you can get it but you need to like supplement much it. of it so for example there's i can't remember the name of this one amino acid which you find in meat uh, products which is incredibly important for protosynthesis um, which is the production yeah. and reproduction of muscle and uh, what helps mm-hmm. that right? Um, so if you're a vegetarian, a vegan, I would be having a very, varied sources of protein. Mm. For that as
0: well. And like a lot of dancers, I know like, you know, they don't like having breakfast in the morning because they're like, I don't have an appetite because we start normally so early. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I feel you, but it's not about what you feel like right now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And if there's yeah. like, I recommend this, I work with like a few athletes and stuff, not necessarily in the dance world. I always say just make a smoothie. That's what I have a bro. Protein, every morning. A bit of protein powder, uh, maybe some, car- um, some oats in it. A bit of
0: fruit. My breakfast every morning before I start teaching is i'll get like and I have spinach mm-hmm. a large banana, two scoops of protein if i've got some berries, I'll put some berries in there as well, yeah. a little tiny bit of peanut butter, and then lots of milk lots of milk, <laughs> lots of milk. <laughs> just to get that extra calorie in yeah, yeah, yeah. blend it, drink it oats in. sometimes um, just,
1: like, not much. yeah yeah I'm some, yeah like, it's like, yeah.
0: Fucking soup whatever. yeah that sometimes I do just that not everything fits in my little container. And I, I, taste wise for all the other things <laughs> and like I even have like a greens sh- uh, like powder that I put in like do you know what I mean just to get all extra nutrients I take my vitamins in the morning yeah, like, I like you know I, mean, I take my fucking fish omega tablets like for the omega 3s like all the good shit and again it costs but this is my so, uh, this is my toolkit man I gotta make sure I can perform every day
1: Absolutely, and this is the thing that I've, I've struggle to understand like especially in professional training settings is why is strength and conditioning and why is nutrition not prioritised in a college setting. Mm-hmm. As said as you said earlier, like you're working like six to ten hours every mm-hmm. single day. That's physically demanding, so you need to have the education to
0: To look after your body. To
1: look after your body. And yeah. as you said, it's your tool. Your, your body is mm-hmm. your money. Mm-hmm. A painter
0: a painter always cleans his paint brushes when he finishes, right? A yeah. good one. Like it's the same thing as us. Like that's what we need to do.
1: And it would be really interesting to see how much of a success rate colleges would have with stress. So
0: muscle. much more, like injury rates. Like, dude, injury rates is through the roof at colleges because people...
1: What do, they, what do you normally get? Like, Is it like plantar shin splints?
0: Shin splints, back problems, groin problems. Switching. A lot of things which come to warming up and cooling down. But it's
1: also the strengthening. And strengthening. For example, um, shin splints and cancer fasciitis, you normally get from wearing shit shoes aka things but with- well,
0: most of the time most of the time they don't wear shoes this means they, as a dancer it normally means that they're not going through their feet properly
1: but it's, it's overuse of the calves as well so by because you spend a lot of time in ankle mm-hmm. extension you need to do strengthening in ankle ankle flexion yeah which will counteract so often plantar fasciitis is caused by weakness on the front side of the shin and overuse of the the calf the back side of the shin um, so if you stretch that out and then strengthen ankle flexion movements yeah, then you're less likely
0: to get those uh, maybe we can do like a video and we'll put it on Instagram of doing a video to tackle and yeah and shin yeah. splints maybe we can do that after this yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool and we can do a demonstration you can talk people through it on me and we can put that on the on the Instagram page yeah.
1: and like I said just like a phone roller on the shin on um, yeah. the shin on the, um, on the, <laughs> on the shin <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's like simple things like that would save so much pain and like rehab time Dude, for the dancers. Dude, 100%. And lower back pain, probably lack of glu- glute strength.
0: Lack of glute strength, body posture. Yeah. You it's know? just...
1: And, and yeah, we won't dive into that. But yeah.
0: It's, it's an ongoing topic and again, it is different for everyone, but these are the common things, right?
1: Yeah. And the last thing I would say is sleep.
0: Sleep is key, man. Like... like and this is coming from someone who sucks at sleeping, but like, when I have a good night's sleep... And the next day, I feel like a fucking superhero. Yeah. Like, and most of the time, I sleep, like, absolute crap.
1: I can't remember the exact statistics, so take this with a pinch of salt. Something like 60 to 70% of your recovery time is done in your sleep. Mm. So, like, you recover so much more when you're sleeping well. So, if I was a dancer, I'd be looking at getting, and, you know, training. I'd be looking at prioritizing sleep over everything. Yeah. And just listening to your body. Like... If you know you're fucked because you've had a crazy week, and someone's offering to take you out drinking on a Friday night, and you feel like that's going to fuck you up more, mm. respect.
0: And that, that comes with time. That comes with time of figuring out what you can handle and what you can't. Because yeah. I feel like at, at 18, 19, I had no idea what my body could like push through and what couldn't. I just keep going, keep going, keep going, and then I oh, crash yeah. and burn. And to be honest, like now, I feel like I'm in a real good place where I know what I can mm. get through. But even, dude, like if we have like when we were on tour like when i knew we were coming to like the end of tour i'd always get ill like as mm. soon as i come off tour my body would shut down cuz it's like my body has gone and relax and i go oh, like death down. like i
1: i think you're right in terms of it does come with time it's like yesterday obviously i didn't come to a training class yesterday cuz i was like if i go you,
0: you know it's a wrap. you know part. you know it's a rap and that's why i was like bro do you sit back yeah, yeah.
1: and i'm glad that i did cuz i feel good today now yeah. i know i can do another mm-hmm. solid week of work
0: um. Yeah. Don't question Ellie. I hope yeah. that kind of answered.
1: And I like the fact that that's coming into conversation because it's yeah. It shows it's like needed longevity and like long term thinking Yeah,
0: and there's definitely uh, we could definitely come back to it again in the future because I feel like there's physical things we can we can look at it on a physical aspect but also on a mental aspect mm. because you know they're two different things. Like a lot of the time, physically I'm okay, but mentally I'm drained. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so it's like there's different ways to tackle each thing. But maybe we could do like one day we'll do an episode on one, and and day we can do an episode on another. Yeah, that'd be dope. Absolutely. Thanks, Ali. Shout out.
1: Um, video. Video
0: of of the week, week, man. Last week was uh, AP tutorials, Aaron and Papé, and today the video of the week is yeah yeah yeah, is the wonderful Josh Denya all the way from Australia. AU Aussie dancer, choreographer in London GB, teaches at Bass Studios Sunday, 5 37 pm. Is, is this if, I don't know? <laughs> no, he doesn't speak like this, but is this a good Australian accent?
1: Yeah, it's there, it's not bad, it's
0: not good. It's all right. um, so, this is the video of the week. This is obviously we can't have audio again, so go to his Instagram at Josh Denyer to watch it. And he is dancing with two students from Wilkes Academy who are very, very talented Rio May and Piers. I want to say Illand, but I'm probably butchering that. Um, But if you go to Josh's... was it? I'll I'll tag there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go and check it out. It's super dope. It's the Desperado. Um, And what's really nice is... So, obviously, Josh is, like, the most incredible technical dancer. He's, like, five foot two. I call him Peter Pan. Um, But he's just incredible. Like, the things... His understanding of his body and his technique is just absolutely flawless. And then Rio and Piers are actually not very technical. But my favorite thing is seeing how they all come together and they're doing they're telling the same story. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that was cool. Flying like Peter Pan. Like, so Josh is extra technical, can put his leg above his head, is like would be classed as a ballet dancer. And the other two are in like I believe they're in bottom set so that means they're the worst at ballet like and but look how dope it looks yeah, like yeah. to me and that's one of the, that's such a cool thing right where, it, where I always say like technique is super important but actually the ability to just dance yeah. like obviously they have some understanding of technique to be able to make like that arabesque and stuff like that but it's just so nice because they all match they all blend and it's just having an understanding of being able to dance and pulling it, it together Flies. Dude.
1: That. I d I didn't know if it was edited I was No,
0: I think they dropped the camera angle to make it look higher, but dude, he, but he can hangs. jump he can jump so high. His hang time is great. Yeah. Like it is so good. And it, I like how it's shot as well. Yeah, no, I like it. Like this cam you know, like it's edited, but it's not like so much that I miss the dance. Like everything stays in shot. Because I can't bear it when they cut someone's feet out or someone's arms.
1: Yeah, like dance films.
0: Yeah. But so,
1: so is Josh a Wilkes teacher?
0: Josh teaches at Wilkes. Um and then he was in Mary Poppins, um, but he decided not to continue after COVID for whatever his reasons are. We're going to get him on the podcast. He's probably, I'm, I want him to be our first in-studio guest. Yeah, yeah, he's in Swindon Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So maybe we could do like a Friday night, mm. like have a drink, <laughs> have a drink, have a social. Pardon? Not that I really drink that. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah you can drink and work. We can have a little giggle. <laughs> i got to drive home, but maybe we'll just, or maybe I'll get George to pick me up. But yeah. Or we'll sleep in the studio actually we would so do that and jam upstairs like make desperado point 2.0. but no he's incredible bro um so yeah he was in mary poppins but he's the most he's just insane and he's super fun guy
1: yeah no i, I did love this i watched it a
0: few days ago yeah super good so that is our video of the week uh shot by liam studio go to uh at josh Denyer to watch the video is the last post that you did mm. go and check it out and then uh what have we got for our booked and blessed, and blessed. I don't, I this is the one i found yesterday right yeah so the thing is with this now i don't know if it's going to be if nice. you can appreciate it as much because you can't hear it but i believe it is to rock the boat who's the dancer uh it probably says in this, this description there you go khalil choreography dancers tagged yeah so the the person at the front is that how i say it khalil yeah i think so khalil khalil but please go on instagram and watch this so you can actually like appreciate it because the movement without the music is great um but like what it to me is it's just perfect like he picks out everything in the music mm-hmm. and my favorite thing is like when i choreograph i'm very foot and body orientated like i don't really think about arms and stuff like that um can
1: describe musicality for your feet
0: yeah and like through my torso right like i like make using my body but like his changes of like he's using everything like he has feet he has f- like you know details things of just his arms little groove moments like that was so nice yeah. like when you hear that would see that with the music yeah. it's so good so and can again, we what
1: you then describe music with his head
0: yeah yeah well it's just overall like representation of the song and the choreography visually is so pleasing like i would watch it like that's so fresh i would watch it without the music and i do this quite a lot on instagram is sometimes like so i'm i cater to music so if i watch say someone's class and they teach to a song i don't like or like they'll teach to Nicki minaj and i don't really like Nicki minaj music i already have before they dance i'm already out you know what i mean because you haven't saw me on the song sometimes i like to watch things on silent and i look at the movement or the quality of the movement, and I judge it by that, instead of by my preference of music, then I look at the movement. Because sometimes I'll be like, the movement's dope, and they're a dope dancer, and it's dope execution, but I freaking hate the song. So, like, sometimes watching stuff in silent is quite nice, Mm -hmm. because you look at the movement. I'm not listening to the music now. I'm looking at his execution.
1: Do you ever predict, not predict, but, like, try to think what sort of style they're dancing to, or, like... From that movement, can you
0: generally... I mean, I would never guess that that's Aaliyah Rock the Boat. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because it's actually quite a slow song.
1: Mm.
0: I think it's Rock the Boat, right? Uh, I can't actually remember. No, I think it is. Um, but it's quite a slow song, but there's so much musicality in it. You know what I mean? But it's so good. Yeah, shout out. Can we go on his Instagram? Khalil, M- Khalil McNeil. Khalil McNeil. Let's go. Ten thousand followers. Oh wait, they go back up. What does it say? Bieber's second emotion music video. Oh, so I guess he's in the Bieber video. Twenty-four years old, talented guy. I love that he's got <laughs> his second emotion music video in the caption. Not just Bieber. It's like this one. Go and watch this one. Good for you, bro. Oh, he's got loads of dance videos. I'm gonna stalk him later. Yeah. I literally saw that clip yesterday, and I was sent it like straight to our group chat. Yeah. I was like, I like this one. I like this one. No, he's done. So I was thinking about
1: this. I was watching a a base video yesterday. I think it was bass There's so many talented dancers in the world.
0: Yeah, which I want to do an episode ne- next week. Next week, this is our episode. We're gonna do uh, talent versus hard work because I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Yeah, but yeah, dude, yeah. there are so many talented dancers. All
1: hard work
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll break down next week. Okay. That'll be our that'll be our episode for next week for sure. Um, but yeah, Khalil McNeil is our booked and blessed. What a cool name. Khalil McNeil what's your name Khalil McNeil that's gangster what's your name
1: me yeah Jake Gibson mm,
0: that's cool too ask me mine
1: uh, well, we know it. But do you know what I was, um... ask me mine <laughs> what is your
0: name sir Kane Silver was... that, that's a cool name isn't it my mum did well my she mom... made me ginger but she did pick a good name so good job mum
1: my old man was like me the, the other day is that your stage
0: name or your real name dude i get it i get it all the time yeah, like sure. even one of the teachers that i work with was like kane silver what's your real name i was like "Kane Silver. she's like that's it i was like well my middle name's paul like so that that normal that, sure. that makes it normal a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. but what you know what's funny is growing up i hated my name Did you? as a kid i hated my name well as a kid you want to be the same as everyone Right? It's cool to be the same. It's cool to, like, yeah, yeah, everyone wants yeah. the same top. everyone's the same clothes. everyone's the same bike. Like, you want to be the same. I was already the only ginger kid in my class. Right. Like, I was already different. You know what I mean? Like, so I always wanted to be the same. So Kane was too far-fetched. So when I was younger, I used to have people call me Paul. Really? And Paul um, is my uncle's name. And my uncle lived with me. His name's Paul Silver. And he lived with me. So then when people would knock at my door when I was a kid and be like, is Paul there? My mum would be like huh that's <laughs> like what and i'd be like it's for me and my mom would be like why are you telling me I'd be like, i'm like shut up mom like i'm out my I'm name's paul and then uh i remember doing uh i was doing 100 meter hurdles um for a school like running for my high school and for someone who's really rubbish at jumping and like splitting my legs and short for a hurdler i should say mm-hmm. i was really good at hurdles but it was just because i was so fast on the in-betweens my feet would be like sonic and then i'd jump like dumbo the elephant and then i'd be like sonic again but i remember prepping and they'd call us out to their thing and they'd be like and in lane whatever kane silver and the guy went that's a cool name and i remember being like i'm cool i'm cool and ever since that i made my name I made me like my name is it yeah
1: it's funny how one sentence can change the game for you dude do you know what i mean yeah a random dude said so i like
0: that name yeah and i remember being in the dance industry and i was like the only kane for a long time and then when i came back from la there was like two others there's like okay. kane kane de and then kane horn and now there's an, another Kane called kane kane mcfoley and i'm a be like give me my name back. name back get away but at least i'm sharing it like they're all cool people so i'm sharing it with cool folk yeah. so if they mistake me for another kane it's not too bad because they all i don't know kane mcfoley but from what i know he's a nice guy so i'm down <laughs> <laughs> we can all share yeah man so there are there are booked and blessed and video of the week mm. covered quite a bit this week yeah it's been a long awesome episode yeah guys been? hour 20 mm. sheesh kebab flown by, flown by. has do you need a poo nice yeah nice <laughs> i don't know um, um go on
1: let uh, any comments any questions let us know we want a question every week
0: yeah so topic of the week question or well, we'll, we'll have a question of the week but next week we will do um Harvard hard work versus talent for sure but please send us questions in um please subscribe on youtube please follow us on instagram at the ins and outs podcast is on instagram i'm at mr Bull change jake is at gibson underscore media underscore gibson underscore media underscore um and find us on youtube we are just the ins and outs it's not even the ins and outs podcast on youtube it's just the ins and outs i believe
1: uh, I think it is the ins and Out podcast. I don't know. You, you have to. I always kept on missing the S on out, so I can never
0: find. Well the ins? Well, it. you put the ins and out. Yeah,
1: because I'm. So not the
0: in and out. In the, the ins and, out. and outs. <laughs> the ins and outs. Let's bring us out, chicken,
1: chicken, chicken,
0: chicken, toot, brab, chicken, wow, wow. Yeah, oh, just. the ins and outs podcast. It is the ins and outs podcast. Cool. Uh, yeah, dope. Come and check it out. Um, we've only got 19 subscribers. Nice. I would love to get us to 100 by like next week. Oh, that's, that's very optimistic. But I'm, I'm optimistic. do you know what's weird is like the our audience on audio, like on Spotify and Apple, is really big, mm-hmm. and then on here here is garbage. But like I always wonder how many people watch podcasts. When I watch like Joe Rogan, I can see like there's like millions. But like I'm I've never watched podcasts.
1: See, so I watch them when I'm eating or like in a
0: bath or whatever. Uh, oh, okay, I see. So like, yeah that's that's my time to watch yeah i'm yeah. always a listener podcast guy yeah,
1: yeah. What's
0: you driving or like well i'm yeah, as we've figured out i'm always driving yeah yeah every time i speak to you you go are you driving again? again you're always driving uh yeah so yeah please uh share the podcast let us know what you want to hear if you see anything cool in the dance world or in the world in general send it over and it's been a pleasure talking to you have a wonderful week you beautiful humans Peace out. Oh, before we go quick plug the Outs podcast training program, which is based in Swindon will start on the 14th of November. That's the next program. It'll be four Sundays in a row, which means we finish on the first Sunday in December. It's 80 pounds. If you want to come train, come get your training on. We're going to have a dope guest teacher. I can't say who it is because they haven't confirmed yet, but I'm hoping it pays off. Um, This month has been amazing. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, if you want to come and train come book on I promise you won't regret it uploading the this week this week yeah this week then follow your socials yeah and if uh, anyone needs any dance footage filmed or edited or pictures taken get to at Gibson underscore media underscore thank you for listening give us some love peace out one love bye Felicia